Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hey friends, have you ever had a hobby that sustained you for a while and then it just stopped being exciting or fun for you? And then you thought about it for a while and you wanted to get back into it, but it was difficult. That is something that I have decided to explore more in this coming month, particularly as we're approaching Christmas. So I'm not sure when I'm going to release this. Maybe I'll try and push it up because I am about a month out from the holidays And I'm wanting to create some crafts for my friends and for my family for Christmas. So after tattooing and after not being able to use my hands and fingers quite as much because the inflammation and stress on my tendons, um, I switched for a while into painting and I enjoyed that for a bit. And then, you know, gardening happened and I was injuring my fingers again more and I took some breaks And then I discovered felting. So I think my mom discovered it first. And then I thought it was really adorable that you could like take pieces of wool and you essentially like you stab them with a needle if you don't know what felting is. So you're poking it until it becomes kind of like a little solid ball, like one of those wool balls that you can like throw into your dryer, but you're actually making cute little shapes or creatures or people or animals. And I find it really fun. It's like a really fun, creative outlet. And it's something that lets me feel a little more connected to my memory of tattooing, right? Of creating an image of something cool, but it's three-dimensional. It gets to use needles. Like it has a lot of really nice textural and just felt touch elements to it. And it creates these really adorable little creatures, or at least I like to think they're adorable. I enjoy making them. So over the years, I think I've really only made three or four things. Um, first, I started out buying kits where they would show you what to make and you would follow their little instructions. So they'd be like, take this color felt and you're going to stab it using these techniques and fold it this way. And then you're going to add something to it. And sometimes they'd come with like little button eyes or something really cute. And you put them in and I made like a little owl, a penguiny thing. I made a little fox, a rabbit. And I got into it. And by the time I was making the rabbit, and these were little small guys, like they'd fit in the palm of your hand. I had some extra felt from something else. And I made the bunny extra legs, like longer legs, more realistic looking legs. And I had the little pink and and little like paw pads and a little heart on its butt, like just cute little things. And it was really enjoyable and I had fun. So then I said, okay, I'm just, I'm going to do more with this. So then before having my daughter, so this is good six, seven years ago, My husband and I went and there was a craft night out at one of the local um, bars or just businesses. I think maybe they were a gallery and card store and they had someone come in teaching us how to make felted owls. And these were big, like they were so much bigger than little tiny handheld things. And she came in already having like bases made out for us. And then we got to decide what color we were going to do and what kind of design and what kind of eyes and how fast we were going to go. And I just had so much fun building this owl. I loved my husband's one. It's just so cute. Like we just added personality to it and got to choose how we were going to make them. 
And then, so after that, I decided, okay, I'm going to go all out and actually buy the materials to make my own stuff and decide my own thing. And I farted around with it a little bit. I made a wolf. It didn't come out the most amazing. I think I was following the techniques that I learned in the class, which was to make like an armature where I had wire inside for like the spine and the legs to give it more structure, but it ended up being kind of stiff and funky and I didn't like it as much. So I just kind of stopped for a long time. But I made a little platypus just out of crazy colors because they gave me like blues and oranges and things that I didn't feel were very natural. It's not really my aesthetic, but I made this little felted platypus and it was cute. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to make some more. So recently I've gotten back into it. Um, A few years ago, I had made a bear that I based off of a sculpture of a bear I already had. And it's pretty big. Like it's a doll. And I made a little fox that's sitting and they sit next to each other. And I kind of have them representing like me and my husband and my daughter will put like a little flower around them. Like they've got either like a little flower crown or they're holding a bouquet and she thinks they're really adorable and she keeps wanting to steal them. So then this year I went, you know, I still have all of these supplies and maybe it's time to get back into it. So I'm looking at the colors that I have and the things that I have, and I'm trying to decide what I'm going to create. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun to make little felted creatures and put them in everybody's stockings this year as just a cute, handmade, thoughtful little craft for everybody? And I haven't really felt inspired to do something like that in such a long time. And it felt really, I don't know, exciting, creative, fun. And it has a purpose behind it because it's not just me making something. It's like I have someone to give them to. So I have ideas about who's going to get what kind of creature. And I'm getting inspired a little bit just by what colors I have and what I want to create with them. So I had a lot of like weirdly bright green. So I'm making a frog and it's coming out really silly but it's just me playing. I don't have a template or anything. I'm just kind of looking up pictures of frogs on the internet to fix it as it was going slightly weird, but it's going to be cute. And then I'll make some more and then I'll figure out who wants these little creatures and put them in their stockings and it feels fun. So reconnecting with a creative outlet. And it occurred to me that it's been many years since I've really drawn pictures for fun or done a painting done a portrait of my daughter, um, written, like made a card, any of that stuff. And it's so weird because I thought that that was so fundamental to who I was. I would define myself like, well, I'm an artist, right? This is what I do. But I don't know that I ever felt really comfortable hanging out in that category, even though I was making art all the time, which is so bizarre. So I would draw for people every day and make tattoos. And then I was painting portraits and selling paintings. And then even with all that, I was still like, eh, am I really an artist though? Because I really just kind of enjoy exploring, looking at something and making a kind of my own interpretation replica of it, which is art, right? That is being an artist. But I had a lot of preconceptions in my head about what that title means and what it might mean for me, particularly as someone who made my living through creating art it got a little weird for me for a while. So now I'm trying to re-embrace that I am allowed to create things for fun, for no other purpose, but for fun. They don't need to be profitable. They don't need to be perfect. I don't need to sell them. I don't even need to give them away. Although I think I feel more comfortable with that sometimes, but I could just do it for the sake of having creativity in my life and having that kind of moment where I'm focused on 
making something with my hands. There's something so nice about that. And I'm realizing also that I've gotten a lot of enjoyment out of baking and cooking over the last few years. And maybe that's where all of that energy went. Because that's like, where did it go? <laughs> where did all of that go? I, I was making all these things and then I just stopped making them. And I know part of it was just becoming a parent and suddenly feeling like there's just no time for anything other than chasing a kid around and helping them figure out life. But that is starting to change as well as all things do, right? Kids grow up and adults change, parenting changes, and my responsibilities and the timing of it has all changed. And maybe there's more space for a little bit of creativity and painting and fun in my life. And I kind of want it. That's pretty exciting too. So I have some paintings and drawings that I had started years ago and it started to put on the wall and work on a little bit. And then I just kind of stopped and didn't, didn't continue for whatever reason. And I'm okay with that, but I'm starting to feel the urge to maybe, maybe they're going to come out of the storage drawers. Maybe they're going to get pinned back on the wall. And I'm going to think about picking up my paintbrushes and continuing on and seeing what I can create. Um, for a long while, I had the inkling, the slight desire that I was going to build some kind of a card deck that ties in with understanding emotions and understanding alignment, what it means to be in a healthy mode versus an unhealthy mode of expression and create this kind of deck where people could have a visual representation of feelings and be able to make some sense of that. And after you've looked at the overall picture that you've drawn for yourself about how you're expressing all these different emotions and feelings and states of being that you could look at that as an overall picture and go, Oh, okay. This is what it's like overall producing. This is the interpretation of that, I guess, or a way to look at it. And here's a way to get it back in balance. And here might be your easiest ins to flipping it by using your strengths. And I think that could be really fun. So I have some ideas about which emotions and which kind of imagery I might use. And maybe it's, maybe it's time is coming. Maybe making a deck is coming. I'm curious if that's something that you are interested in seeing. And if it is, please let me know. I need to hear back from you because otherwise these things kind of, they're a spark of creativity, a thought, and then they just get put on the shelf and on the wayside while something else comes in and takes priority. So I have always found, um, I find it much easier to create with some encouragement. Like I like to be left alone to do it, but then I also really enjoy having someone give feedback and share with me why it's important to them or what they're excited about it. And then I just build on that excitement and feed it back and help create that vision. That's where I feel like I shine the most. And I like that. So I'm going to be doing some felting. I'm trying to make these little creatures small enough that I could potentially complete one a day. So they've got to be pretty small. I mean, honestly, I started on the frog and it's been on the little, I, I would call it the stabbing board. Like you have this piece of foam so that the needles like don't go one into your hands or into the floor or break on the table. And I've got like little rubber nubs that I put over my fingers. I have thimbles also, but they're too difficult to feel. So always trying to protect because if you're not paying attention, it's very easy to just stab yourself. It's quite painful and itchy. So there is that danger, but I guess I kind of like high stakes hobbies. <laughs> but anyway, frog has taken a few days. I will finish it today and decide what the next creature shall be. I'm wondering if I have any blues. I want to make a fish. We'll see. 
and I want to make a deer and maybe a little bear and maybe a little pig. And my daughter really wants a hamster, she says. She's very much wanting a hamster. And I figure giving her a little felted hamster is much easier and better for everyone than giving her an actual real-life hamster. We're not prepared for that level of uh, pet ownership in this house. (laughs) We've got the cat. We've got the snake. We don't need the whole circle of life again. There was a time where I had a bird, a cat, a snake, and fish. And it it was too many. Too many. And that's okay. The bird has flown to another home and is thriving, not literally, just moved residences, and is living the lavish and loved life that this any parrot could love and have. The cat is fine, the snake remains, and the fish just didn't have very long lifespans to begin with. I think I had them all for about five years. They were a little beta fish, and they were lovely. And I miss them a little bit, but I don't think I'm going to do it again, because I, I don't know. I like taking care of my plants, and I love having cats to snuggle. Timmy teaches me a lot of things, but I'm feeling content. And I want to just befriend the wildlife outside and not have to worry about my efforts going into maintaining too many creatures right now. My plate is full. (laughs) I hope that you are enjoying your hobbies. If you've disconnected from something, um, I'd say don't worry about it. Don't feel bad. I felt bad for a while that I had stopped caring about some of the things that I thought I would care about forever. And I'm realizing that the point of having hobbies is not to obsess about them or make them stress you out. They're there for you to have an outlet and have something fun to do. So it's something that I can feel enjoyment while I'm listening to a podcast, while I'm listening to a class or something and really, I don't know, enjoy. It's about enjoyment. So I wish you lots of enjoyment and I hope you have fun with something that you love to do and that you can share it with others. And if you're ready to bring something back into your life that maybe you've forgotten about for a while, or you feel like it might be time, this is your sign. Maybe it's time. Get back into that sucker. Enjoy yourself. Have a marvelous week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.